Welcome, all you math-minded teachers, to the Math-Minded Teachers Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Gierski from RethinkMathTeacher.com, a podcast, website, series of online courses, and Facebook group dedicated to helping you reach all your students through quality instruction, differentiation, remediation, and effective classroom management. This is episode two. We penalize failure, but don't expect mastery. This episode is brought to you by my three resources on learning stations. If you go to the website, rethinkmathteacher.com slash learning stations, you will find my three resources to help you build and implement skills-based learning stations. I have a free cheat sheet that's a download. There's the book, Reach Them All, and the one that we'll be talking about in today's episode, the online course, How to Differentiate Instruction with Learning Stations, which actually comes with a free digital version of the book. So if you had told me a few years ago that my teaching style actually penalized students and it wasn't expecting them to master what I was teaching them, I would have called you crazy. My teaching style was what I considered very good and my administrators had always given me very good uh, reviews. It started with a lesson, which I thought was good. I tried to use different resources like videos and manipulatives. And then we went into some guided practice. And then I would give them some independent practice with immediate feedback. The problem was what happened after that. After I had taught the skill and given students practice, I gave them a formal assessment. Sometimes it was a quiz or homework or a worksheet or a test. But after they took the assessment, I progressed all of them to the next standard or the next concept, regardless of whether or not they had mastered what we were just working on. But what's the point of an assessment? An assessment is, the, is supposed to show you what you have and have not mastered or which students have and have not mastered it. What we do with that information after we have it, that's where the value is in the assessment. But I wasn't doing anything with it. I was simply progressing everyone to the next standard. Now, don't get me wrong. I would review the test with them. I showed them their mistakes. Sometimes if students had done really bad, I would give them some practice material to take home and then give them another opportunity. And of course, I reviewed the standard every couple of days in my circular circular review. But what about those students who hadn't mastered the skill? Well, They moved on with everybody else. I mean, I couldn't hold the whole class back on account of a few students in the room who hadn't mastered that skill. But when a student hasn't passed an assessment, that shows that they haven't mastered it. They don't fully get it. And what do they need? Well, maybe they need to be retaught the skill. Or maybe they just need a little bit more practice. Or maybe there's some type of prerequisite skill that they hadn't previously mastered that's preventing them from doing the grade level work. The list goes on, but the bottom line is when I moved those students on to the next skill, I was communicating to them loud and clear that they didn't have to learn what I just taught them, but we were moving on anyways. Often, math concepts build on each other. So if a previously taught concept is foundational to what we're doing, and I'm progressing them to what we're doing even though they didn't master that foundational concept, what am I communicating to them? And why do I think they're going to be able to master the next concept? This is why I said we penalize students for making mistakes, but we don't really expect them to master what was being taught. 
See, the way I was doing it, if my students got a bad grade on their assessment, I gave them that bad grade, I didn't do anything with that data, and then I moved them on to the next standard. So I didn't expect them to master it, and the penalty for them not mastering it was a bad grade with no opportunity to go back and learn it. So what should have happened? Well, I should have remediated the student on that standard, either giving them that more time or those more interventions that they needed, or going back and working on the skills they were missing that was preventing them from doing that work. Now, when I tell people this, they immediately object. They'll tell me, well, if I do that, then I'm going to have different students in the class working on different skills at the same time. And yes, that is exactly what I am recommending. This way, when you do differentiate your instruction like this, where different students are working on different skills at the same time, you don't abandon your weaker students. And you also don't hold back your stronger ones. Now, how can you accomplish this? Well, I accomplished it through learning stations. Every day in my class, we have a period of time where we work in our learning stations and every student is working inside of a station that is built for them to master a specific skill. Now, if you want to learn more about the learning stations I build and how I put inside them a reteach and I give the students as much practice as they need without penalizing them for making mistakes and how I progress them through the stations in a whole class atmosphere, I would encourage you to go look at my online course, How to Create and Use Learning Stations, that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. Again, go to RethinkMathTeacher.com slash learning stations. Now, one of the key features of these learning stations is that it doesn't penalize students for making mistakes. In fact, we need to be encouraging our students that mistakes are not necessarily bad things. If we are experimenting and trying new things or trying to learn something, we're going to make mistakes. The important thing is that we learn from them. And the way I was teaching and the way a lot of teachers are teaching is we don't give our students the opportunity to learn from their mistakes. We don't give them immediate feedback. And once they make a mistake, we give them a bad grade and then move them on, making them fearful of making mistakes. But when you put a student in a skills-based learning station and they stay there until they master it, and then you don't penalize them for all those mistakes, you only count the mastery towards the grade, you help them build confidence and you help them learn from their mistakes. So I'm sure you've heard about growth mindset. It's becoming very popular and there are certain factors of it that I really do appreciate it. And that ties into what we're talking about. See, when your student comes to you and says, I don't get it, or I'm not good at math, or I don't understand this, you just can add the word yet to that statement. So they say, I don't get it. You say, you don't get it yet. I'm not good at math. You're not good at math yet. And that's part of the beauty of these learning stations is that you're going to give the student the time that they need without penalizing them for failure to master the skill that they're supposed to master. And in this situation, we are expecting them to master. I'm not moving you on to the next skill until you master this one. So I have a free uh, resource that I want to give you. It's a growth mindset poster. It says the power of yet. And then it has some of those statements in there. It says, I don't get it. And then it says yet. And I haven't uh, 
this doesn't make sense, and then it says yet. And it is a free download. It comes black and white. I like to print it up and give it to my students for them to color in, and then we hang it on the walls. So I don't have a fancy link for you to go to, so I'm just going to encourage you to do one of two things. And forgive me, this sounds kind of silly. But you can either Google search the name of the website, Rethink Math Teacher, and then type in The Power of Yet, and it will take you right to the place that you want to go. Or you can actually go to RethinkMathTeacher.com slash Uncommon Teacher Challenge with hyphens in between the words, Uncommon hyphen Teacher hyphen Challenge. And that has got 10 resources in it that they will email to you over time. And one of those 10 resources is this poster, The Power of Yeah, and we'll be talking about some of these other resources as well. So I'd like to encourage you to do some reflection on the way that you teach your students and pace them through your lesson. Are you penalizing them for failure? Are you really expecting them to master the skills that you're teaching? And what do you do with an assessment after it's given? Once you have that data, that valuable data, what are you doing with it? And I challenge you to remediate those students who haven't yet mastered the skill that's being taught. And a great way to remediate your students, especially when there's multiple skills that need to be addressed, is by building skills-based learning stations. Again, I've got an online course called How to Create and Use Learning Stations for Remediation, Acceleration, and Differentiation that will walk you through the process of how to set up these stations, what you what skills you should be remediating, no matter what grade level you're teaching, and um, what you should be putting in those stations. So how you do a tutorial, how you provide instant feedback, how you allow them to have as much time as they need, how you assess them, how you collect that data, and how you celebrate their success. Inside the course, you're also going to get some really great resources that are going to help you along the way. And then I'm going to show you how I implement them in my classroom so that you can do the same thing. You can learn more about this course by going to RethinkMathTeacher.com slash LearningStations and then clicking on the icon for the course. Again, that's RethinkMathTeacher.com slash learning stations. All right. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you got a lot out of this. I hope it's been challenging to you. These words were challenging to me when I first heard them and it really helped me change the way I was teaching and reach all of my students. So I hope to see you in the next episode.